Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Ha'azinu Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Parsha Ha'azinu. Today's discussion is on the topic of plenty and decadence. Our Aliyah is six Pesukim long, running from Perak Lamed Beis, Pasuk Yud Gimel to Yud Ches. The basic summary of the Aliyah is as follows. This is where things turn around, unfortunately. Hashem told us, uh, took us to the land, brought us to the highest parts of the land, referring to Israel, and allowed the nation of Israel to eat the best of the fields. They ate the fat of the cattle and the flocks and the best of the field, but as a result, Vayishman Yishurun Vayivat, they became fat and they kicked out, they rejected their Creator. They angered Him by introducing all kinds of abominations. They brought sacrifices to demons, to new forces that were not even known by their elders. Suri Yolad Chateshi, and they forgot the rock who begot you. They forgot their Creator. What a terribly sad point. Notice that Aliyah actually ends in the middle of the line. Now, now it's no longer that even the syntax is even and symmetrical. It ends in the middle of a line, almost indicating a sense of breakage. Now, that, that's the post again. Now, let's have a few basic points to, to ponder in looking at this aliyah. And that is the following. First of all is when would this happen? What is this prophecy referring to? So Rashi refers to two eras of plenty in the nation of Israel, both which bore unfortunate consequences. One was during the times of Shlomo Melech. Shlomo Melech had expanded the kingdom of Israel incredibly, boundaries to the north, to the south. He had trade with, uh, with the Phoenicians in the north and the Africans in the south. And he had international um, relationships. Israel was incredibly successful, people paying taxes and homages to, to Israel, people visiting Jerusalem from all over the world. And at such a point, that success bred a certain sense of decadence, which was not very healthy for Israel, led to a split in the kingdom. And then the other period is the times of the ten tribes. Not clear when it's specifically Rashi is referring to, but with two eras that can be pointed to is the times of Ahav, when he expanded the borders of Israel, and the later Yeravam, Yeravam II, Yeravam ben Yoash, was a tremendous material success at that point in time. This is when Yoshaya was ready to say, sorry, to tell people that there are problems in society. Uh, so, so those are the two eras that pre- uh, precede a distraction. What did they do during these periods that was so angering? So Rashi says, to voice all kinds of um, indulgences, witchcraft, licentiousness, homosexuality, all kinds of um, things that fall into that category. And Rashi says, he goes on to say, that also they introduced new deities um, that even the non-Jews did not themselves have. That means to say that, yes, the Jews got involved in the Canaanite um, types of deities and pagan service, but then they themselves brought into their pantheon even things that the Canaanites themselves didn't have as well, which generally seems to be a trend. The nation of Israel, wherever they go in the diaspora, not only do they try to become as much like the Gentiles around them, they try to outdo being Gentile more than the Gentiles around them, you know, and they take it to the next degree, which even the Gentiles say, well, that's a little extreme. That seems to be generally the pattern of the Jew. The Ramban says that the, the, this is adding insults to injury because HaKadosh Baruch Hu did all of this for us. And not only do we reject Him, but we brought in other, we'll call it worthless forces, as if that stone, that stick, that, uh, you know, that force that was, was worth it. It, it, it was a nothing compared to anything, and especially compared to Hashem who did it all for us. That's the insult and injury over here. Now, is getting fat by Yishman Yeshurun, is that inevitable precursor to sin? Rav Hirsch says, and it's so powerful, it's just worth listening to the actual quotation. Rav Hirsch says words which reverberate across Jewish history. He says, in the suffering, the Jewish people have mostly proved themselves splendid, but it has seldom been able to stand good fortune. What terrible words which are so true about Judaism. To continue the quotation, this is the history of Israel. 
It did, no, it did not use the abundance and surplus with which it was blessed to increase spiritual and moral achievements, not to the fuller carrying out of its mission. Its moral improvement did not keep pace with its material good fortune. Such a true statement about Israel. Israel, unfortunately, even in numbers, has done better under persecution than under success. The Sforan takes it in a little bit of a different direction, saying that fat over here is a metaphor. You are a nation of ideas. You're a nation of values, ethereal, specific, precise ideas. And then you got involved in the material world around you. Tangible, gross, fat, not, not precise, not ideas, convenience, enjoyment, indulgences. These ideas are antithetical to the fine ideas of what the Torah is supposed to lead us. Not conspiracy theories, not fattening ideas, not, not the coarseness of the society around us. No, fine ideas. This is the, this is the metaphor of Ayishman Yishurun Yivayivat. Why is Israel called Yishurun? So the first time Israel is called Yishurun here, why is this the term used when describing their failure? The Ebenezer says perhaps it means from the word Ashurenu, which means to see. But he rejects that and he says, really it comes to the word Yashar, which means upright. And then actually the Ebenezer says, um, as a little bit of a pun, he says, Yashra this shat, this idea of it being Yashar, meaning upright, is best in my eyes, Yashar. Ravosh explains, that's precisely the point. We are a nation who have embedded in us the true north, Yashrus. When that is forgotten or overlooked because of material involvement, when it's too alluring to be involved in the material, um, uh, material good around us, then even the physical content, uh, contentment that we're looking for falls flat because our values are replaced with passions. Our ideas are replaced with convenience and indulgence. But we should remember that get the possible calling that we have, which is Yashrus, Yeshurun, even at the moment of failure. This concludes this aliyah, the failure, unfortunately, of Israel. We now see the repercussions in the coming aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day.